In this episode of the Love Made Easy podcast, we're talking about making friends with your painful past. Yeah, and the question is, do you want to let it go, hang on to it, or make friends with it? Really good questions. We're going to dive into all that and more in just a moment. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love, and in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, we all have painful pasts, and we know at some point that we have to let go of them if we want to have a happy present or a happy future. But the challenge comes a lot of times that we just can't seem to let go. I was thinking about this, you know, this topic we're doing about, you know, making friends with your painful past. And, you know, does everybody have a painful past? I mean, when I think of you, uh, I I don't see the the painful stuff that's happened necessarily in my life and other people's lives. I mean, am I wrong about that? I mean, do, does everybody have a painful past? Does everybody have a a story going on about you know their no good, very bad past and how that's affecting them in the present moment? Does everybody have that? Do you have that? Oh, I can't say I have it right now, but I think it's all relative. I think that there are degrees, you know, there are certainly people who have had terrible, horrific things happen in their lives when they were young and, and um, unable to defend themselves and, and um, in, in bad relationships. So there are certainly circumstances that, and events that happen that can be considered really painful. And what may seem painful to you may not seem painful to me, or vice versa. Yeah, because the whole idea of painful is, as you said a moment ago, it's subjective. And I've had so many coaching clients over the years say to me some version of, I'm this way because... And in whatever whatever happens, you know, in their life or whatever has happened in their life after the because, then so many people take that to be the truth of, okay, I had this situation happen, I've had this life happen, and I'm this way because of that. How do you see that? Yeah, definitely. I've seen that in a lot of people that I've coached. And what is really underneath all that is a fear of getting close to people, 
of getting close to a situation, uh, um, connecting and, and being in, intimate because of a fear that they'll get hurt again. And it shows up again and again and again because they have labeled themselves as um, I am this way because of what happened in my past. And it's not, it's not that it's not their fault. Okay. (laughs) But it is really not seeing that they have a choice, that they have, um, there are other possible ways to uh, be in this world, to, to go through life without labeling yourself as I'm this way because. When you say, when you use the, the term of uh, about choice, say more about the choice piece there. Well, I think when you label yourself as I'm this way because, it really sets it in concrete. And that's the way you look at life. Now, not all the time and in not all ways, uh, but let's take, for instance, relationships. Um, a lot of struggles in relationships. Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of people with painful past in relationships. Right, because they are hypervigilant that I have to stay aware or I'll be hurt again like I was in the past. Whether it was a past love relationship or a friend or maybe friends left you, you know, and you don't know why. And you're hypervigilant that, oh, maybe this person will do that to me again. I've even seen where people that have had uh, abuse in their life, as an example, Mm -hmm. maybe from, uh, you know, maybe if it was a woman uh, or a man, could be either one, but abuse, either physical or emotional or psychological in some way. Maybe it was a father. Maybe it was a brother. Maybe it was an uncle. Maybe it was somebody at school or... uh, you know, who knows in today's world, it could be a gym teacher or a, a gymnastics coach. I mean, there's all kind of crazy stories that we've heard. And a lot of times what people do is they have this situation that happens. That's real. That's It's totally real. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, there's no, there's no wiggle room around it. The situation happened. Mm-hmm. And what people end up doing is they say, Okay, this was really bad. This was really painful. I don't want this to ever happen again. And so the only way I know to make sure that this will never happen again is I'm going to close down my heart to other Mm -hmm. people. I'm going to close down my heart to even friends and family, even my coworkers. And that's what happens a lot of times. And it's not necessarily a conscious decision. You know, I really want to um, make that clear that sometimes it is a conscious decision, but in a lot of ways, it's a mystery why relationships don't work out because the person just isn't aware that they are making the choice to close down their heart, like you said. Yeah, and... People don't realize, as you, you said, you know, that a lot of times people go totally unconscious and they don't see what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. 
Another thing that happens is people want to place the blame out there. And if there's any blame to be had, and, and in most cases, and so somebody gets in a new relationship or somebody's in an old, you know, in a relationship they've been in in a very long time and it's, it's his fault. It's her fault because of the way she is. That's the way I am. Not necessarily. In fact, um, the, the way that somebody else is, now brace yourself. If you're, if you're listening to this, brace yourself. (laughs) The way somebody else is, is irrelevant concerning and regarding whether you are going to open your heart again in the future. Doesn't mean that you have to open your heart to that person if they've been doing things that are violating agreements or are not how you want to be in relationship. It doesn't mean that at all. But a lot of times we think erroneously, okay, Somebody did something really bad to me and what that means is anytime you inside your own, inside your own mind and heart are sort of translating, Oh, what that means is I can never feel safe again. Oh, what that means is certain people that look like this can't be trusted. Certain people that are play this role in my life can't be trusted. I know people that I've uh, talked to recently that that's the way it's showing up in their relationship is, oh, I'll never be able to. And again, Mm -hmm. I'll never be able to. Putting up brick walls. Putting up Mm -hmm. big walls and big barriers. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about making friends with your painful past versus letting it go. So when I think of this idea of making friends with your painful past, I don't mean that you have to like it, you have to love it. But there are some things that can be really powerful for helping you create the best life possible for you. And this this idea that we're talking about, making friends with your painful past... I think you're making friends with your painful past when you look at look at your past from a place of truth instead of the story that you make up about what it means about your future. Yeah, I think that's a good point that, yes, the event did happen or events or whatever, not to minimize that, but it's the story that you weave around that that, um, like you said, I'm like this because... Or whatever story you're, you know, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever. Um, the story around that event is what you could befriend and see the holes in it, actually. Well, there's, there's other parts. I, I want to hear more about what you're saying about, about this because I, I, have a, I have something else that would add to the whole friendship idea, but I want to hear more about what you're talking about. Well, and, and I use poke holes in it because sometimes you can see where your perception in your, you know, well, I'm just like this. Well, not 100% of the time. 
you know, sometimes I'm like this, sometimes I'm not. So that to me pokes holes in that whole argument. And when you start seeing those holes, then you don't quite believe everything that goes through your head. (laughs) Yes. And you aren't reliving that event over and over. I think that's what keeps it in place and keeps you hypervigilant. This whole idea of making friends with your painful past, one of the places I think that somebody could actually do that work could be really powerful and really valuable in their life is that you begin to shift the way you see the events in your life that you've perceived to be painful from a from a different place a different vantage point and one of the places that people often see these painful events is this happened now the lesson for me here is to shut down the lesson for me here is to never allow that to happen again. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. To avoid pain. To avoid pain. But it never does. It just keeps the pain alive. And the opportunity here in making friends with your painful past, the opportunity is to see this happened and there's something to be learned here. There's something that I can see about myself that's different here. And not to blame, not to blame yourself. Oh, to, I'm so stupid. Yeah, oh, how can I yeah. how can I let that happen to me? No, none of that. No. No, I think that 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 is opening a new way of being in your life where you can be in the present moment with a clearer mind with a clearer um, with clearer emotions I guess and you don't have to stay stuck one of the things that that also happens with people is they they just plain miss that they don't have to take on other people's stuff People miss that just because somebody else says something, does something, uh, has an opinion, has an you. opinion or a point of view, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't mean that you have to accept that as yours. It doesn't mean that you have to see the way they see it as truth, as real, as the way things are. And when you can start to see that, oh, I had these things happen to me in the past and they were really painful and they were really something that I could learn a lot from. I can see life differently. And I know, Susie, in my world, um, there are a lot of things that have happened in my past, especially around my father, where... I thought they were a certain way and they turned out to be upon closer examination, not even close to how I had made up these scenarios and these stories about some of these things that my father did that were, I thought they were really painful and I couldn't believe that he did these things or I couldn't believe that, 
oh, why would he treat me like that? Or why would he do that? I had all these stories. And then come to find out later, he was all doing them for my benefit. Yeah, the event happened, but you had a perception that was completely different from his intention. Yeah, totally. So, uh, and I watched you through this process. It was uh, beautiful to watch. So could you just take a couple minutes and talk about how you befriended your painful past with your father? Well, first first of all, there was an openness on my part. Because I was, in fact, all this happened when I was in the process of writing the book, uh, Preaching to Monkeys, which was about my, what's well, turned out to be my healing journey about my relationship with my father. And I wrote the book even after he passed away. And what I came to see is that I was living in all of these stories. But what happened was, all of this healing and all of this making friends with my painful past happened as a result of my openness and my willingness to see something new. In other words, I had a way that I saw it, but that you held on to for a lot of years. Some in some cases 35 years. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but I think 35 years is a very long time to hold on to something that's mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> yeah, a grudge and, you oh, know. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but we all do that. Yes, we do. We have these things that happen in our lives and then we say, oh, well, that's the way it was. And to, not me, always. to me, what I saw was that this went beyond forgiveness. Forgiveness of your father. It wasn't, it was... Uh, your ability, like you said, to open to seeing something new in the situation. Yeah. And and that's what that's what the opportunity is here for you to make friends with the painful past instead of seeing it as the past being the enemy and something to always from this moment on to become hyper-vigilant, and to stand guard at the door of your heart about. Yes, or to put a smiley face on, which is not what we're talking about at all. not what we're talking about at all. And to the person who's listening to this and saying, Susie and Otto, you guys are nuts. I'm never going to open my heart about certain situations. And we say, we agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, sure. Because there are situations, there are times, there are things that no it's just plain not right and you don't allow those things to be something that's real and true for you but this idea of making friends with your painful past that is looking at it from a place of wonder curiosity and the willingness to not bring it into your present moment. Oh, that's so huge. <laughs> I, I interrupted you, but so I had to throw that in there. Yeah, I love that. It's so huge to keep the past in the past and look at it for the truth of what it is and not make up some convoluted story about what it means. Here's all you need to know 
about making friends with your painful past. The past happened, and it doesn't mean that it has to be your future. And the past happened, and it doesn't mean that it is going to determine your future happiness, your success, your ability to have great friendships and great love, unless you think that it does. To make friends with your painful past is the willingness and the openness to see it with new eyes and to bless it for the lesson that it taught you and bless it for that reason and also have the courage and the willingness to let that be a thing in the past and just let it sit and let it sit for the truth of what it was in your life and nothing more. And know that it doesn't have to dictate your future. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it. If you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.